Welcome to Santos Brothers Eats. Food worth mentioning. So should we just get started? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So welcome back, everyone, to Santos Brothers Eats. I'm here with my brother, Chef Jeff. And of course, I'm Kenny Santos, his brother. And we're going to be talking about this week, food worth mentioning. And, you know, last week we talked about the street eats market and how they're doing different festivals. And this last weekend was the Filipino festival. And as you guys yes. all know, Jeff yeah, and, and uh, Filipino. Yeah. And I'm kind of jealous. Uh, myself and Diana, we did some outdoor adventures. Uh, but Ken was able to go to the Filipino festival. And so tell us all about it, Ken. So I ended up going to the Filipino festivals and there was a lot of great food trucks that were there. And it was pretty popular. If you remember last week, Jeff, I told you the longest lineup in the place was I Hollow Crunch, right? Mm-hmm. And then followed by, I think it was Stax or... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, OG stuff. And then, of course, uh, Fugo had a huge lineup too. Right. Now, I, maybe it's when I got there, no one was in a dessert room mood, but mm-hmm. there was zero lineup at iHollow Crunch. Wow. And I thought, well, I wasn't here to get charcoal ice cream, but I said I'm going to get it one of these days. Yeah. So I thought, well, I might as well get it now, and then I could enjoy that while I'm in line to get some, you know, some <laughs> hot food. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as I was looking at the different menu over at iHollow Crunch, I also noticed that Fugo didn't have a line. And I know wow. I said this last week. I know I said Fugo makes really good ice cream last week. But if you ever have the opportunity to have Fugo and you don't have to go into a lineup, I advise you to really take that up. I'd really advise you to take that opportunity. Of course, I am not getting paid Fugo doesn't know who I am. No, that's right. And I'll say this. If you go to Fugo and you don't like it and I'm there, I'll eat it for you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly right. I'll eat it for you. But um, it was the s'mores cone that we had oh, at, yes. at their brick and mortar. That thing is absolutely incredible. And that, it, that is perhaps, actually, I'm going to say this now. It's probably the best ice cream I've ever had. Um, yes, I, I, I agree too. It's, um, it's just the, the, the addition of the marshmallow cream or fluff as they call it, or maybe just marshmallows and then they put a, a, a blowtorch to it. Um, yeah, burnt marshmallow or just roasted marshmallow is a taste upon itself. And yeah, it that's is. a good addition. And, and we've all had that flavor like kind of around a campfire mm-hmm. or have we've had s'mores yeah. or whatever like that. But for some reason, Fugo seems to do it very, very well. There's other stuff on their menu. I'm sure it's awesome. I've never had it. I've had that s'mores ice cream. And yeah. I was probably, I was thinking to myself, if I'm hungry enough, I'm going to go to Fugo afterwards. I never ended up there uh, this past weekend because I wanted to try the iHollow Crunch. Right. Fugo spectacular ice cream. So, I Hollow Crunch, they have the, all these different flavors. I ended up taking the, um, of course, I wanted to try the charcoal because that's what yes, we're there for. Yes, of course. For. And I had that swirled with the ube. So it was a nice oh. pink and black swirl. And actually, their cone is uh, black too. I think it's charcoal or something, that cone. Oh, nice. So it actually looks really good. You're going to see the pictures on the Instagram. I'll send those pictures to Jeff and he'll post those up. And first of all, I will say that when you read the description for the iHollow Crunch, it's the charcoal ice cream. They say there's um, some faint um, accents of coconut. You could really taste that. 
in there. Okay. And then as far as the charcoal goes, I was really expecting it to taste like, like, I don't know, like coal. Like, I don't yeah. But it's different than that. It's more like a nutty kind of, like almost like burnt toast, but not bitter. Oh, all right. It's a really pleasant flavor. So, so when I say burnt, like not burnt, like it tastes bitter burnt toast, but it, it's yeah. like that nuttiness, like that baked kind of feeling. So they're just that before burnt toast, you know, you got to catch it just in time. Yeah. The toast is a bit dark, but then if you get it at the right time, it's just like, okay, there it is. Yeah. It's kind of there. And so that mixed in with a coconut, it almost tasted like a toasted coconut. It was really good. And then that mixed in with the ube ice cream. And as far as ube ice cream goes, is that I'm not a big fan of ube ice cream. I don't hate it, but yeah, you know, it's just... Like if I could have another choice, I'll probably choose something else. How would you describe mm-hmm. ube ice cream for someone who hasn't tried it before, Jeff? Okay, so just like everyone know, ube ube itself is purple yam. So basically, a purple sweet potato or yeah, purple yam. Um, so potatoes in general just sort of have that earthy flavor, mm-hmm. uh, and the ube just makes it a bit more sweeter, like not overly sweet, but just gives it a hint of sweetness to it. Um, so that's why a lot of Filipinos and other cultures use ube. Uh, more in desserts than in savory food, plus the color itself. So yeah, just think about a nice earth, earthy sweet flavor. That's how I, how I would describe ube. Now, Jeff, have you ever had like a sweet potato pie? To be honest, I don't think I ever really had. Um, now, I, I know you were in the States and South in uh, Utah. Now, are you talking about the traditional sweet potato pie with the marshmallows? No, that's just sweet potatoes. It's like sweet potato pie. I think that's a, that's Eastern. And I think it's actually an actual pie. Okay. Yeah. Have okay. you had the sweet, and I was going to, that's my second question. Have you had like the, I suppose the American Thanksgiving sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top? Have you had I that? haven't. Okay. So for those of you that have had that, I want you to think it's kind of like that. It's like the same consistency, but cold, but obviously without the marshmallows, you know, but that's, that's what I think of. Uh, when I when I think of ube ice cream, did I lose you, Jeff? Okay. Oh, there we no, go. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. No, yeah. I, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. um, I was <clears throat> to get, it's a little bit smoother because I'm guessing there's some dairy in there, but it was a good ice cream. It was, it was actually okay. those two mixed in together. There was another choice for the pandan and all these different. Uh, I think there was four flavors they had. They had the ube, they had the pandan, they had the charcoal, and they had uh, vanilla. And between all four of those, there was different flavors. Like, uh, you know, they would mix three or two or just the one or whatever. And so there's probably about 10 cones available between okay, those four good. flavors. Um, the cone, it's, it tastes different. I th- it, it tasted like, uh, you know, because it's that charcoal cone. Like, I remember eating the cone thinking oh, it really yes, tastes you're right. And, and uh, I was very impressed because I was not expecting the t- cone to taste like anything. Like you think, oh yeah, it's a, like a waffle cone or something, mm-hmm. but it, it, it just tasted a little extra. So if you have a chance to try that iHollow Crunch, um, you know, it's, it's uh, certainly worth it. I'll, I'll give that ice cream. I mean, there's, you know, it's not the type of ice cream that you'd want to put caramel on or fruit on or anything. It's just the kind of ice cream that you just kind of want on its own. So there's, okay. there's no toppings needed. It's just, it just kind of would, the top, toppings would drown out. Some, the, the, the flavors are kind of delicate there. Probably give it a, you know, solid 7.5 and 8. I mean, it's a, it's a good ice cream. Nice. It's a very good ice cream to have. Okay. So, and then um, 
I went to the food portion. Well, that was like kind of the dessert portion. I had the dessert portion next and first, and then I had the food portion next. And it was a place called, uh, it's actually called The Place to Be, MB, The Place to Be. Mm-hmm. And I was just asking Jeff about that earlier. What can you tell us about The Place to Be, Jeff? I know it's Bathurst and something. Right? Yeah, so it's, a, it's on Bathurst and Kiel area, uh, which in Toronto is like Little Manila or the Filipino area of, of Toronto. Uh, and MB uh, means music box. So it's music box, the place to be. Um, and I'm sure on their Facebook page that uh, they were just, they started up in 2015 and they're Toronto's first Filipino comedy bar and lounge. Um, I've never been inside, but I have a few friends that have gone in um, and they do have karaoke nights and dancing. And they sort of combine the two. I'm not too sure if they have karaoke rooms or not, but given that this is a all Filipino place, or mostly Filipino, I'm, I'm expecting that most of the songs would be in Tagalog. Um, and of course, there, there should be a huge selection of English songs as well. Um, but yeah, uh, the friends I've, I've gone, they, they go there for both the dancing, the music, and the food. From what I hear, the, the food there is also spectacular as well. It's a, it's a good treat. Um, I, I believe they do lechon like right outside either in the parking lot or on the side of, of, of the establishment. Um, so yeah, so, and, and Ken, I was just talking before this podcast started and said um, that he likes the food. So we'll one day uh, do a trip to the actual place and try their food at that time. When, oh yeah, uh, we should like, I, 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 had no, I had no idea. I've never heard of this place before. I think you sent me a link. Mm-hmm. This place, hey, this is one of the trucks that are going to be there. And I looked at it saying, what is this place? Music. Yeah. Place. Like, why are they even there? <laughs> what are they doing? But I, I looked at their menu and uh, they had uh, two chalkboards up and one side of the chalkboard was just called all day see lug. So, nice. um, and I'll remind you guys, those of you that have listened to us talk about top see lug before, you know, we, that's, that's essentially our favorite breakfast. And when I saw all day see lug, I was like, Ooh, I've got to try this place. So I, you know, went into line and I was deciding what to eat and um, they were really good to the mm-hmm. people in the line they would uh, there was a girl that came and handed us a, a menu which was good. Oh, good and with the menu she asked us if we wanted a pizza of uh, chicharron oh. um, jeff tell them what the chicharron is uh, chicharron is uh basically pork rinds yeah um to, to our yeah to, to our non-filipino uh listeners um that's basically what it is is pork rinds um deep fried pork skin that's it. Yeah. Oh, now, now, did they offer flavored ones or just regular? As, as far as you can tell, they just offered chicharron. So, no, no, this thing was flavored. Okay. And, but like, I wanted to ask her what flavor it was, but she was already down the line. And I felt like uh, if I went to go get her, I'd lose my spot in line. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very, like, man, probably the best chicharron I've ever had in my life. Like, it was <laughs> so good. And this was, you know, this was from a bag. So this is like like a bag of Doritos. Like this is not yeah. fresh that they made it right there. Okay. This is flavored. But the flavor they had on it was caked on. It was so generous. Oh, wow. It wasn't just a little bit. It was generous. It was really good. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I'm probably going to get a bag when I leave. Okay. Like, you know, when I order. So yep. I was looking at the menu and you'll actually see, I actually took a picture of the menu and okay. I wanted uh, some of the, the barbecue. Um, and when Filipinos say barbecue, it's like the skewer. Like in yes, pork, beef, or chicken. Usually it's pork. And, uh, you know, Jeff will remember this, and I remember this. Kind of like whenever we go to, um, 
you know, uh, Filipino barbecues. There's always a ton of these, we call it barbecue. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. what it's called. Would you like some barbecue? And it's, of course it's sweet. And I remember we made it once at the house with mom. Yeah. And uh, we figured out why it was sweet is because they marinate it among other things in either ginger ale or Sprite. You remember that? Correct. So, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I am. Um, I remember watching one of the, the one of the food um, channel uh, shows, and uh, they there was they were showcasing a Filipino either food truck or restaurant, and the guy was doing the this marinade for the the, the barbecue or the skewers, and then in in the distance or just on the counter you see a green bottle, the label was torn off because of uh, of uh, trademark rights, yeah, but it's either Sprite, Seven Up, or ginger ale. You know, oh, and you knew right away. I love it. Yeah. And you know, right? Oh, yeah, that's part of the marinade. And that's what we, that's what Filipinos use to marinate. That's why it's yeah. so sweet. And it's so good. So I thought, okay, I'm going to have one of those and I want some sort of topsy lug, whether it's tapa or whatever. Yeah. And then they had seasig. And then uh, on the menu, it said um, like seasig wrap or something. Yeah, seasig sarap. So I just ah. thought, oh, it's like I can just walk and eat this thing, right? Right. And so now when I, I was looking at the menu and thought, okay, I, I know what I'm having. Okay. Or I, I think I know what I'm having. And, and the chalkboard was a little bit different because they were okay. offering like all these different types of top sea lug, whether mm-hmm. it was with actual tapa, whether it was with seasig, whether it was ribs or the actual barbecue, yeah. all these different ones. And I just thought, I'll just get the traditional. Then I'll get the seasig wrap and I'll get that piece of barbecue. So, but I didn't realize that that seasig wrap was not offered oh it, it was on the menu they gave me but that's like a generic menu oh like so probably their menu at the restaurant maybe maybe it was a gen well it's it was mm, i don't know because they, it actually okay. said filipino street market on it so maybe oh, okay. it was, they're handing it out at older food truck events and it would just get uh, altered a little bit right on the day so i just ordered the seasig and the only seasig they had and by the way have, do we know what seasig like do our listeners know what seasig is like should we talk about that yeah, I, I, I'm trying to remember if we did mention it or not. Maybe we, we didn't. Let's break it um, down before we go further, Jeff. Go ahead and tell them. Yeah, so CSIG basically is um, traditional CSIG is the pork face. Um, so as we mentioned before, Filipinos, third world country, uh, so they, they use every part of the, uh, of, of the, of the, of the pig or the cow. Um, and basically, originally, seasick was made from the from the pig head, and they would take all the skin off, and they would use that and chop it up. Uh, brunoise is a cooking term, but fine, like fine, not not fine dice, but maybe like half centimeter cubes. Mm. And in there, and I'm reading the menu here, they would add some chicken liver just to give it more, more taste. Uh, calamansi, which is the sort of uh, small citrus, almost like a lime lemon combination. Onions, chili peppers. And it would, the way they serve it, they would fry it up nice and hot. And when they serve it to you, they would serve it on a sizzling plate or sizzling platter. And then before they serve it, they would crack an egg on top mm. and present it to you that way. And there may be some rice on the side, but you mix it in together. And while it's still hot, so that would sort of cook the egg and then coat the sisig with just more of a, bit of a saucy sort of texture to it. Um, so, yeah, so that's what sisig is. And so, um, yeah. And, and to be honest, I, I've never had traditional sea with, with with a pig's head. I've had, uh, I guess, Americanized sea where they just use, you know, uh, regular pork meat and pork skin. 
uh, maybe the chicken liver and other ingredients just to flavor and bulk it up. Oh, like you have yeah. you not had seasick in the Philippines, Chef? I don't think I ever had really. Oh my! I'm trying to remember. If I, I, I know we didn't have it last time in the Philippines, um, oh. or if we did, they didn't say it was like tra- traditional. But okay. you know what? No, I I I know I didn't have seasick when I was in the Philippines last time. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's the first thing I had. Like I remember. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, uh, Nancy in LA picked me up and said, "What do you want to eat?" I said, "I want seasick." And that's like, awesome. we went there before we went anywhere else. Like that's the first place we went after the airport. Oh, nice. So the seasick, it's a uh, <laughs> pork. You're right. It is pork face because that's where all the skin is and they mm-hmm. just use it up. And it's really popular that people eat that with, with beer or at the bar. That sort of thing. Yes. There's a saltiness to it. Yeah. So it, wanna, it, 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 it's a bar food. Yes. That's what it is. Definitely a bar food. And, uh, um, you know, a quick side note is that uh, back during uh, when the Americans had the, the bases over in the Philippines, there was Subic Bay and then Clark Naval Base, mm-hmm. uh, the soldiers would often throw away the pig's heads. And, the, of course, the locals would be very happy to accept them. Wow. Uh, it, is, it sounds kind of weird, but it is a very, very good food. And, uh, and uh, you know, if... Unless you don't eat pork, we, I advise you to give it a try because it's super <laughs> yes, tasty. It is, yeah. So the C-Sig was an order, but I ordered C-Sig. And uh, the C-Sig was ordered is with a C-Sig um, um, C-Log. So C-Sig ah. with egg and rice. And back to what C-Log is, is that uh, remember before, Jeff, I said the, the, the C-Log, I did not know what the C stands for in the C lug. There was uh, the it lug was easy because that means yeah. the egg. Egg, yeah. So the C is actually the fried rice part. Oh, okay. Yeah, C, uh, C is uh, short for singangang. And I'm probably not even saying it right. <laughs> Sinanag. I think that's how you say it. And that means fried rice. So if you go oh. to the Philippines and you want that garlic fried rice that our relatives always make, that's sinanag. Yeah. That, that's what that is. Okay. So if you add a meat to it, whether it's tocino or tapa, you just kind of put all those syllables together. So tapsilug is tapa, sinanag, and itlug, which is the egg. And so yeah, the right. sea sig is the sig with the eggs and the rice. So I inadvertently ordered that. And then I ordered tapsilug. So I ordered two meals. Jeez. Right. And then I had um, a skewer of barbecue and I thought I was okay. ordering one meal and then yeah. this little wrap thing for the sisig. So I ordered way too much food basically <laughs> is what happened. So that's why I couldn't go to any, I wanted to go to other food trucks afterwards. Right. And then maybe go back to a Fugo, but I was like, well, I saw you just had food. so much I food. Like, I just left. I was like, Oh, I okay. out here. I said, I just got to eat this. I can't order any more food. Right. 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 So I will say the sisig there was extremely good like it's probably it it, it wasn't obviously sizzling because sometimes no. is if it's made ahead of time they just yeah. put kind of like a uh um what do you call those what do you call those buffet trays jeff oh um uh hotel pans or chafing yeah. dishes that's right say that again chafing dishes are called that, okay that's the word i was looking for so yeah they put in there so you know it's not as crispy and I wasn't no. expecting it to be just because you know, it's a food truck and it's hard to yeah. have that crispiness. And so I had that on top of the rice with the egg and it was actually really, really good. I mean, very, very good. Um, nice. They had, they had chopped up some jalapenos in there and those were rare to find and, but they're very surprising to find as well. Oh, okay. Is when I would have them. So, um, and they were very small. 
So I had that with an egg and rice, but I also had the tapa with the egg mm-hmm. and rice. Oh, wow. And, um, the tapa was, I guess it was just okay. You know, um, the seasick, I'll probably give it an eight out of 10. The tapa, I'd probably right. give it a, like a 6.5. Okay. Um, I think if I didn't have a seasick, the tapa would get a higher, a higher, uh, a higher. Oh, just because of the, 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 the taste points? Like, yeah. It was just the contrast and, and things okay. like that. There's just more contrast with that. And then the barbecue, which is the pork. They had offered the pork, the chicken, and the beef. The pork yep. was very, very good. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I think pork in general is, is a good skewering meat because it's a good combination of fat and meat, mm. um, whereas chicken and beef are just mostly meats. So you don't have that sort of extra bit of, of fat for more flavor. Um, yeah. That's, that's sort of my opinion on, on skewers, uh, especially, especially Filipino skewers. I, I like the pork skewers, just the extra thing of fat that, that may run through it. Absolutely. And then, you know how I said I wanted to order the chicharron? I totally yeah. forgot. Like once I got oh. thrown off with the uh, price, I was like, <laughs> I got all this food. I was like, oh, what's all this food? I was like, this is confusing. So I just paid and left. And I was like, and then I was already away from the line. I was like, oh, I forgot the chicharron. And I was like, right. I can't wait in line again just for that. Bad. I was like, oh, that's too bad. So That's I didn't it. even end up getting it. So I don't know yeah. what flavor it was. I don't okay. know what it was, but whatever it was, was really good. So <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. No, no, that's, yeah, that's all you need to say, really. It's just like, it was just so good. And what I find funny is that if you got like two whole meals, like to how is the price then? Because... Sometimes you go to food truck and you see that your bill and you're like, Oh my God, I paid that much. What am I getting? But if you the didn't meals even blink. The were um, $8.99. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I didn't even get thrown off by the price because yeah. sometimes like, as we mentioned before, um, we paid, uh, you know, at that pop-up two weeks ago, we paid like 15 bucks for like poutine. Yes, that's right. Onion ring poutine and like 30 bucks for a chicken. We didn't pay that, but that was no. Chicken leg, so you know to get a whole meal for eight ninety nine, that's like almost cheaper than fast food. You know? Oh yeah, exactly right. And so I was like, huh. And so I, I, I just got kind of thrown off a little bit by okay. how things kind of turned out. But right. no, great, great question about the price point. It was eight ninety nine yeah. on the wow meals, and and then uh, uh, was the egg uh, a sunny side up egg? Yeah. So a oh, good question. The egg was sunny side up. It was obviously pre cooked. Ah, okay. Which is, unfortunate but yeah. again it's a food truck so um that was my experience there but this place is called the place to be whether you mm-hmm. go to the brick and mortar or whether you see them at a food truck somewhere i'm saying that you gotta you gotta stop by there because it was super good i really enjoyed it um and watch out I'm, I'm sure they weren't trying to trick me when i ordered that you know two big old meals but uh, but i ended up with a lot more extra food yeah but for the price there. that's amazing then that's so oh, good yeah. It was a very good price point, very good price point. And so Street Eats, they're going to be continuing on with their festivals as we kind of go along here. Um, this next yeah. weekend, not sure if we're going to make it. We may. Um, well, I might. Jeff's going to be on yeah. a road trip. But, uh, yeah, I'll be on a road trip, and uh, hopefully we'll talk about that. Um, so, yeah, so today is uh, August 26th. So next weekend, uh, this coming weekend, is the Barbecue Eats Festival, August 29th and 30th. And the weekend after that is Labor Day weekend, September 5th and 6th is the Eats Night Market. And again, that's from 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. And I believe we're hoping to do that one, like, like we said in our past podcast, hopefully it's more an Asian flair like most night markets. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then after that, September 12th, 13th, Mac and Cheese Festival, September 19th to 20th, Fried Chicken Festival. And then uh, the other one we have earmarked in our calendars, September 26th and 27th is the Ramen Festival. That one's a so, curious yeah. one because ramen and food truck, it's not something that I expect. So it's, no. uh, yeah. I'm excited to, to see how that one's going to turn out. Exactly right. And hope that the, they have good flavored ramen, not just some, well, I won't say anything now, but yeah, let's yeah, we'll, fingers we'll crossed the ramen festival. And, and, and not only that, like for all the festivals, we hope for really good weather and just safe yes. and you know, that there's no weird events that happen, no violence, not that we no. expect that, but you never know. So exactly right. Let's, let's pray for a successful event. Uh, Cause uh, I'm having a lot of fun at these little festivals, yeah. these uh, street eats markets. The way Yeah. And it's, and it's so close to you. Um, and again, since the Scarborough town center, so um, 401 in Brimley or 401 in McCowan. So if you're in the area on the weekends, uh, yeah, pop on by. Absolutely. And so uh, that's this week's food worth mentioning. And um, we can't wait till next time where we talk about more food worth mentioning. Right, Jeff? That's right. And then until next time, remember this quote from Julia Child. People who love to eat are always the best people. And that includes my brother, Chef Jeff. And of course, I'm his brother, Kenny Santos, and you as well, if you love to eat food worth mentioning. Thank you, everyone. All right. Take care. You've been listening to Santos Brothers Eat. Food worth mentioning.